Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. Tonight is episode 73. It's Monday night, July 12th, 2021. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to have a good time tonight. Thank you, Will, too. Your underground podcasters are here for you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Who is with me tonight? Let's see. First, coming to us virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota, is Bo Brady. What up, Bo? How's it going? Sorry, I couldn't unmute my mic. (laughs) Doing great, man. Thanks for joining tonight. Also, in studio, joining us is a very special guest, (laughs) Pat Biggert. Yo, yo, what up? Kind of filling in for old BC tonight. Appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks for coming, man. Always, always. Thank you, thank you. House of Hoops can be found on Twitter. That's at House of Hoops, H-A-U-S of Hoops. We're also on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. You can call us, 901-365-75, and leave a message. Once again, we hope you enjoy tonight. Do you want to be a legend or live like a peasant?
All right, that's not enough of that. Let's see, what are we going to do tonight? We're going to have fun. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk a little NBA. It's the finals. The finals have started this week. There's Olympic basketball. I don't know. Talk about whatever we want. Bo, how you been, man? What you been up to? I've been doing a lot of swimming and trampolining. Yeah. Summer activities. Yeah. (laughs) Went for a bike ride Saturday to a brewery with one of the neighborhood dads that lives around here, buddy of mine. And yeah, that was about it. Normal dad things. Nice. Normal Minnesota things. Just dadding up in Minnesota? Basically. (laughs) Like, hello, friend. You're a dad and I'm a dad. Our children went to kindergarten together. We should do something together. You know, that's how it works. All right. I went you on a you can relate, right, Jeff? Nope, not at all. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> I took a bike ride tonight, Bo. Nice. About, uh, I did about 45 to an hour. That's what's up. Pedaling around the neighborhood. Felt nice. good. It feels good. It's, the weather's been pretty mild around here at night. I go at night, like right before the sun goes down. It's pretty chill. Let's see. How about you, Pat? What you been up to this week? Oh, man. I know or it's, since you've I been know it's on. It's been a minute since I've been <laughs> on. I uh, actually moved. Yeah. Uh, that happened. Uh, but only a couple blocks away from you now, yeah. apparently. Um, work's still good. Everything's still happening. Good. Got got a new spot. Got a little, little, little three-bedroom, one-bath action house happening, like not too far away. Uh, got settled. Been there about a month now, so that's good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got a got a couple of trips scheduled here in the future, but uh so far just staying and working. That's always nice. Something to look forward to, getting away a little bit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Vanelli's at the beach this week. <laughs> and and yeah, and uh Vanelli's at the beach, Brian's in, in Cali, like Yeah. Brian's not with us, he's in California. Hopefully he shows up with some uh California's finest uh, exports you know he sent us in our little group text he sent us a picture i didn't realize how popular house of hoops had gotten <laughs> <laughs> worldwide it's gotten it's so Jeffrey popular. worldwide it's gotten so popular that now in palm springs california there's a house of hoops pizza uh, it's a house of pizza, <laughs> house of pizza. but we, we all know they meant house of hoops pizza well, yeah it's house of hoops but <laughs> i guess it's more geared toward pizza i didn't but realize what else could it be i didn't realize how far our reach had gotten clearly a play on the house of hoops name it's wild impressive and good on them for giving us uh you know recognition let's see what have i been up to this week Mm, working a lot did you guys watch that uh highlight reel i sent you it was uh what was it titled it was 48 minutes of the greatest nba highlights to keep you entertained during the quarantine did you guys watch that no i did not <laughs> no I, I, I can't i can't even pretend i did because no <laughs> let's be honest it was really good it's fun a lot of awesome highlights in that youtube video i'm gonna go back what group text was that in was up with just you, me, and Pat? 
Mm, no. I don't know. Just got like 11 group tests going on, so you never know which one actually got sent to. Yeah, I've got no idea. I might not have gotten it. I'm going to pretend I didn't get it. Yeah, no, you got it. Didn't blame Jeff. But, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> one of the most shocking things I saw in that, like, hour-long fucking YouTube video that I just watched late one night, just bored out of my mind, was uh, how long Trevor Ariza's been in the league. There was a clip of him playing with Kobe, Odin, and Pau Gasol. Like, how is how was he in the league last year? He played with Kobe, Lamar Odom, and Pau Gasol. Like, name one other player that played with those guys that's still in the league. <laughs> and he's he's thirty six. Yeah, now he's old, but Ooh. like old, old. Is he on, Vince Carter? He was on Portland, right? Last year, Heat. Was it the Heat? <sighs> yeah, I mean, and played like no, nah, he was la- last three much. games of the season: nineteen minutes, eighteen minutes, twenty minutes. Yeah, I think he played himself out of the league <laughs> playing for the Heat last year. He just didn't look good. But I was that was funny. That was weird. I was like, that f- that's fucking that's a baby Trevor Ariza, and then and nobody else on that team is still in the league. That was a that was a huge takeaway I took from that video. Now I had all the great, great uh, highlights over the history of the NBA on there. It was fun. It's a fun watch. He showed up at the right time to cross it's, a couple of different uh, standout players yeah. across different eras. Oh yeah. Well, you know, speaking of good timing, I mean, I may have just had the, like just the right amount of sauce in me. Settling down to just trying to calm down and just like relax. I have no idea what you're talking about. And that video just really hit the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Outside of watching the finals, this week uh, I got our website up. It only took 73 weeks of episodes to finally get the website up. Yeah. Are we at houseofhoops.com? Yeah, houseofhoops.com. Nice. Check it out. H-A-U-S of hoops. It's got all our episodes on it and some other goofy shit. Also got our YouTube rolling. Got us a, our first YouTube video up. Just search for House of Hoops on YouTube. There's going to be plenty more. But those things are kind of hard to make. I don't know. Making videos takes a lot of fucking time. What you have to do? you have to clip down different shows to put the video together? Or how'd you pull it off? No, I just like took a... Something from our last episode, the Demarcus system. Oh, oh, that. And I put video. I put uh, some picture to the. I gotta audio. say, I gotta say, I was there when the Demarcus <laughs> system was formed. Oh, right? and I might have contributed a little bit, even though I got no credit on the episode. I don't remember. It That's was why. me, you, and Brian <laughs> figuring out the, the Demarcus system. I'm not gonna say where we were, but we were hanging out at a local local watering hole. <laughs> figuring out the DeMarcus system and, and all laughing hysterically and, and then going back and listening, <laughs> it all fits. It's great. It's perfect. I felt, I felt like we had a good time with that. It's perfect. <laughs> Don't see. change anything. <laughs> Never change yourself. <laughs> what else happened? A uh, tree fell on my girlfriend's truck Oof. out front of the house. That's a mess. That's a disaster. I don't want to get into a lot of that, but if you've ever had a tree fall on your car, you know what I'm talking about. 
It's a nightmare. Thankfully, she was not in the car. No, nobody got hurt. Just the car. The car's feelings are hurt. That's about it. Let's see. What else this week? Uh, Not much else to speak of on my end. Just been working and living. Hanging in there. Pushing through, you know. Let's see. What else? I watched. uh, Have you heard of this Matt Sullivan? I guess he's a writer. He covered the Nets over last season. And he was on the Dan Levitard show. And I guess Sullivan just put a book out. And it's all about the Nets last season. It talks about Kevin Durant being this massive pothead. Really? And, and how basically, basically Kyrie and Durant are running that team. And the executives are just kind of going along with it. I mean, they got between Kyrie... Durant and Harden, they have almost a hundred, almost if not more than a hundred and twenty million dollars of their cap tied up in those guys. Right. Like at a certain point, you can't do anything other than be like, "Okay, this is your team." Like <laughs> yeah. we got this coach, we got Steve Nash. Like, but we paying you so much money. Like mm. we win or lose by you, and that's just it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and how Steve Nash has to kind of balance all of that during the attitudes and the egos like well just as a part of like where do you put your foot down on certain things and it's it's very delicate balance from what i understand be interested i don't know if i'll read the book uh bo i sent you the link to that too did you did you did you watch that if you send it to me in a youtube format it's just uh, i'm i'm really unlikely to be able to sit down for 40 minutes and watch if it's a podcast maybe Mm-hmm. and i did not go seek out the podcast yeah youtube's weird because you have to like keep your phone open even if you're just listening right. to it it has to be active in the foreground you can't yeah, it's a pain in the ass yeah can't close um, your phone out yeah more likely if you send me a podcast i can usually kind of piece that out yeah through, throughout the day or in like one sitting at like two speed two times speed or something and just like get it done well, this uh, Sullivan... He was, up the speed in YouTube, too, I suppose. Sure, sure. Uh, Sullivan was very interesting, and a lot of it is just unbelievable, like what he's saying, and the access that he had was just awesome. I enjoyed hearing about it. Now, obviously, he's trying to sell books, but I believe it most of it to be factually true. It's just very interesting because uh, the Nets are a different animal. Uh, we don't see super teams like that where the players have like you always kind of think lebron has a lot of control and a lot of say on things but i'm just not so sure how true that is all the time i mean that wasn't the way it was in miami i mean what pat riley was running the fucking show there way different in miami because of who was Mm -hmm. the gm of the team was and and also eric spolster had already won a title before lebron showed Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. so like yeah. they have like they're they already know what they are as coaches and as, as administrative staff versus like showing up for sure uh in brooklyn with a first-year coach and steve nash uh-huh. and bringing in all these players like yeah we you know we want to assert control assert we want to dentist it a little bit we want to demonstrate value and assert <laughs> dominance and we want to do some things but like yeah you ain't won nothing yeah. So like you got you legit have 120 million dollars worth of talent 
that's going to get their way for the most part. Mm -hmm. So you have to acquiesce. You have to play to their strengths. Yeah, it's just a very interesting story. And it's uh, the Sullivan guy just had unbelievable access to the players. It's really cool. Hey, thanks. Pass me that beer. It's beer time. I mean, I got to be mad at you. You should just be taller. Like six foot four, you can kind of reach into. Well, yeah. Normally, the cooler is closer to me, but I wanted to give. <laughs> I wanted you to let you have some access. I feel you. Just get taller. It's fine. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Is there any news this week, Bo? Did you see anything in the news? What do you want to talk about? Let's see. There's, there's some coaching news. The magic. Was it the? What did the Woj and? I'm not together on this. I believe there have been multiple coaching hires. Yeah, this week. and this this week is that right? Well, what's interesting to me is like Chauncey Billups and the Blazers are putting their assistant coaching staff together, and meanwhile, there's like three other teams that are still looking for head coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, the Magic were closing in on the Mavs Jam- assistant. Jamal. Jamal Mosley. That's what it was. Another thing that's inter- interesting to me is that all of the hires, if I'm not mistaken, have been minority candidates. And I don't know that we've ever had an offseason like this where former players or minority candidates have all taken the mm-hmm. like gotten jobs. Like typically, like that's been like a I don't say a fault, but like something that Carlisle. has been a, a downside uh, outside of Carlisle, who's, yeah. who's a, a title winner in his own right but the number of minority candidates that have gotten hired i think it's, it's a really great thing for the league like if it's not working like i really like that they're not just recycling old coaches that haven't been able to win in the past they're oh. trying they're trying something new yeah there's a lot of young teams that need to be built up that yes. are looking for coaches and that's a perfect situation for an assistant to get a First crack. To get the bump. Yeah, and let's go. Yeah, uh, Terry Stotts hasn't been hired. Uh, Becky Hammonds is, seems like the odd person out. For now. and she, It seems like inevitably she'll get a call. Yeah, it seems like it. Maybe not this season. Yeah, she's just... D- depending, uh, depending on who's still got jobs open and, and how they want to fill them, but like mm-hmm. being the lead assistant under Greg Popovich for multiple years, like you have to... <laughs> Like he's respected enough to where someone's going to give her a shot. Yeah, and maybe she's, uh, maybe she's not really putting her all into every single job app, like interview. Interview. Maybe she doesn't want to exactly be anywhere. Like that uh, makes sense too. Maybe she has the right to be a little picky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she- that could be part of it. She doesn't have to leave where she's at. No. And if she is going to leave, then why not go to a place that is at least desirable for her to go there? Mm-hmm. I agree. Versus just like a job. Sure, sure. In a bad situation or something. Yeah. Like Orlando or something. Well, like Orlando's is the perfect example of a bad situation where like you'll probably be cycled in and out. In the next two to three years, and regardless of what you do, you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be blamed for some stuff that was never your fault to begin with. And on top of that, if you're like a, a, a woman, a female candidate, then 
that just gives the pundits and and the naysayers extra ammo to be like, well, this is why we couldn't do this. It makes no sense why she wouldn't pick the right spot. Mm-hmm. I agree. No doubt. Yeah, I think it's fair for her to be picky if she is doing that. I don't know if she is. Uh, what else, Bo? What a... What did I see? I saw something today. Somebody was looking at a coach. Was it Washington? I didn't see anything. Let's see. Washington. Mm. So uh, this is a late-breaking. Uh, Stun's assistant, Willie Green, has emerged as a strong frontrunner for the Pelicans coach. Oh, Pelicans. That's what it was. That's, that's Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not going to leave mid-finals. I mean, obviously <laughs> not. <laughs> he's going to get his ring. But that's uh, – that sounds like a good fit, I think. New Orleans getting something off of that Phoenix bench. Yeah. Probably a good idea. Young team, young coach. And and a team that has proven to build young talent for over the course of several years to end up where they are. Obviously, it took bringing Chris Paul in to get them to this level, but they also worked their young talent for a few years to, to get themselves built back up again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good fit. What do you think, Bo? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Also this week, um, hmm? Magic hiring Mavs assistant Jamal Mosley to become their coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I'm not super familiar with Jamal Mosley. I've heard his name. I don't. I don't know much about him though. What What do you know about him? Honestly, the same. About the same as you. Like yeah. some to none. Like sure. But apparently he's made strong enough impressions to get that gig, to get the job. Yeah. Is that part, I mean, is that part of just the Mavs just cleaning house? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. I think that the, the Carlisle staff was still respected. Yeah. And he's on that staff and had enough years of experience to, sure. whether Mavs are cleaning house, which is probably part of it. Maybe. But also, like, why not steal a great candidate? We can get one, mm-hmm. and in in a year where they ordinarily would not be giving up guys like this, mm-hmm. right? So the mat, so so the Magic are taking a shot at one, you know. And I know this goes back to what you we were just saying, like where it may or may not be a good fit two to three years down the road, and he might get thrown under the bus. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess at least he's going to get a shot for now. Mm-hmm. And if if the front office can get some picks together and and do something, maybe you can coach some guys up. Like Taylor Jenkins was not supposed to have been as good as he was in year one or year two. We got lucky in the front office with some picks. Mm-hmm. And if Orlando does the same thing, then you know who's to say that he's not also out there ready to succeed. I guess the only difference is Orlando is not getting lucky with draft picks. I mean, not in years. <laughs> they got Mo Bamba. He really hasn't proven to be anything. Jerry's still out. Um, I was thinking about Chauncey Billups and the Blazers this week a little bit. I mentioned they were putting their staff together. But I was really thinking about the Chauncey-Dame relationship a little bit. And a thought ran through my head. Keep this short. Chauncey Billups is a great player. Awesome player. His pitch to Dame has got to be something like, if I were half as talented as you, Dame, 
I would have won back-to-back NBA titles. You start out by insulting, insulting Dame? I think you're telling him, like, you're a way better player than me. And if we can work together and I can give you what I use to get a title, you're a better player. You should. I think we can win titles together. Right. That's the pitch. So if you follow my lead, trust me as a coach, I can get us there. I mean, that Pistons team was loaded. That Pistons team is probably better than that Portland team now with the Wallaces, Tayshawn, Rip, Darko. That team's Dark, probably. Darko, we're adding Darko to that. <laughs> <laughs> he was the real difference maker. You always add Darko to anything when you can. <laughs> that Pistons team's probably better. But Damian Lillard's a way better player than Chauncey was. So if, I think if Chauncey well, I mean, can work L- with L- Dame. Damian Lillard is a, is a better player singularly than any of those players that you listed. Mm-hmm. Right. but at, And that's the same way, like, you know, with the Grizzlies, like, as the core four, like those guys were incredible together for a long time. But if you split them apart and tried to like pick apart deficiencies, and yeah, of course you could find a better somebody than Mike Conley, a better somebody than Zach Randolph, mm-hmm. a better somebody than you know than Tony Allen. Like, but when you put them all together, it made it made a it was it made something bigger than the some of its, its parts, so to speak. And that mm-hmm. Pistons team had. For that one year, they had that. Solid they had. Team. They had what it took, and they were Solid incredible. Team. Yeah, uh, that Pistons team that reminds me of like what the Bucks are doing and what right now Phoenix is doing. Just solid teams. I will say this about you know not to contradict, but like the Phoenix team, I do think they have at least one, maybe two players. Chris Paul is not necessarily in his prime right now, but has a had a higher ceiling than any of those Pistons guys do. Right and 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 Booker Devin Booker absolutely right like mm-hmm. he could be like uh, an all time great a superstar superstar player yeah under the right conditions like he's got the ability to didn't he already go off for seventy early and, but that was in a loss and right. on a crappy team <laughs> yeah but he could do some some really nice things on a good team with some leadership and now with Chris Paul like as like the as like you know running running the ship running the team like mm-hmm. he might be around for only a year or two he'll he'll give those abilities to Devin Booker to keep that thing going cuz I, I think there's a lot of things a lot of special stuff happening in Phoenix that could potentially last for several years mm-hmm. they've got a town there DeAndre yeah. Eaton is only like year 2 year 3 yeah Mikhail Bridges right there. Also, I think he's 2018 draft. Like mm-hmm. they've got Cam Bunkers, Johnson, Cam Johnson, and shit. Um, Jalen Smith, Memphis, uh, oh, Cameron Payne, campaign yeah. also out there. Like yeah, the campaign's gonna get paid though. He's he's probably was, was he as a UFA after the season? I think he's on a one year deal here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and actually good for campaign being out of the league versus and then coming back. I think at one point there's a story that called him the worst player yeah, in the he's NBA. On he's absolutely going to get paid somewhere. Yeah, he's going to get it. He's going to get that Rajon Rondo money. <laughs> Rondo was huge in the finals last year. and then Yeah. He got, yeah, he took the bag. <laughs> he got paid. Yeah. Fault him. This stuff happens. Like, Matthew Delavadova has done it. 
Old Delhi. He got paid after after LeBron. After and, the LeBron was that 16, 17 and, and the Bucks overpaid him. Yeah, yeah. Like those like guys get cherry picked off and. <clears throat> Uh, Alex Caruso is that his name? Caruso with the Lakers. Yeah, I thought he was going to be the next guy off the Lakers, like to get grossly overpaid by playing with LeBron. <laughs> and he still might. <laughs> he's uh, he still could. He's also a oh, hang on. He's like a bench playing legend in like in, in LA right now. Yeah. Like yeah. they love like a every every team loves a scrappy white guy. Somebody will fucking overpay for him. And somebody will pay for him. Like, yeah. Hey, let's take these shots. Bo, you want a shot? Yeah. All right. Pour him. Pour some shit on the floor for All him. All right. Go, 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 go. Hey, we're, we're going to take these jammos. All right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then Jalen Smith for Phoenix, too. The number 10 overall draft pick last year. It was last year? He's sitting on the bench, dude. It's like a seven-footer, 6'11", seven-footer. Like, almost like a Jaron. They're built He reminds it. me of Jaron Jackson. I mean, Jr. And he's just sitting there, just uh, just absorbing all of this final shit and playoff success. Who is, who's their president, their GM? James, uh, James Jones. James Jones. James Jones. James Jones. Uh, former Heat player James yes. Jones. Champion James Jones. Champ. Yes. Champ James Jones. Three-point specialist. Has built an incredible team. Yeah. That's built for the future. Going like, out and getting Jay Crowder and Dario and even Frank Kaminsky, that trade, that has actually worked out really well. I, f I feel like a player like Kaminsky works very well off the bench. Like he's a coach off the bench, understands his mm. role on the team. Mm. Can help out and not doesn't have to be the alpha like you start me every yeah. game play me like first off the bench like but I can tell what's happening in the game and help the guys that are playing. Uh huh. I remember being skeptical of that hire when James Jones got that job. I was like, "What, James Jones? What's he know about?" Building a team, apparently a lot, because they were cellar dwellers for years. They yeah, spent a apparently he plus. was just apparently he was just hanging out in Pat Riley's office every day, learning everything, <laughs> soaking all up, yeah, soaking all that info in, man. Just must have been. So he's done a hell of a job, executive of the year. Monty Williams probably should have won coach of the year. Probably they, they gave it to Tibbs, but it would have been fair. It would have been fair. You can't argue that Tibbs didn't deserve it, but. Big turnaround in New York, but there's a also lot of, a lot of coaches could have got it. I mean, yeah, Bo would tell you that Popovich probably deserved it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Popovich, but you could have given it. To, you could have given it to a lot of coaches. What? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, what's his what's his face in Orlando should have gotten it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That guy? Uh-huh. Penny Hardaway. The bald white guy. I can't think of his name. Scott Skiles. No. <laughs> Why can't I think of his? Steve Clifford. Matt Geiger. The, the guy they fired? Oh, yeah, I'm just kidding. Steve <laughs> Clifford. Uh, Bo, what else is in the news, man? Come on. Well, Dario Sarge tore his ACL. Yeah, that's fine. That's playoff stuff, but yeah. That's news. 
It is. That's kind of it for news. Um, I guess the USA basketball team lost a big a game. Well, we that's, can talk in. We can talk USA basketball. That's two in a row. Well, they, the, the USA basketball team lost to Nigeria. Uh huh. Presses a Chua. Had that highlight block on Durant. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they lost to Matisse Tybal in Australia tonight. Yeah. Have you looked at the box scores or anything? I looked at the Niger- the Nigerian the Nigerian game box score, but I have not looked at the tonight's game. You know what's been funny about this situation is everybody calling for Popovich's head. Like he can't do it anymore. Like these people I mean, shut the fuck up. These are still warm up games. Yeah, they don't even count. And look at the minutes played. Nobody's playing over like thirty minutes. They're all in the twenties and teens. People are reading too much into these losses. Granted, they shouldn't be losing at all. But, but what do you think about this? I, I don't think Popovich planned it, but I think he let it happen. USA losing, that is. You think that could be like a motivation tactic? Chuck Daly did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose it could be if he thinks he's he's lost the guys. Well, or he needs to get the guys at all yeah it's a weird roster <laughs> they have no point guards <laughs> it's very strange I, I don't i don't understand that roster not like they're got lo- lots of iso players but not a lot of playmakers on the team if you even just look at like the shot counts it's like it's guys are like kevin durant's taking like 12 shots in a game <laughs> Seems like. I don't think they're taking him seriously. I think they're just kind of feeling it out. And these people that are like, Popovich is done. Popovich is over. Like, shut the fuck up. Like Anybody that's trying to say that he needs to retire or whatever, just shut up. I'm sick of hearing it. No, they don't know what they're talking about. That's, it's so someone's stupid. Someone's actually saying They're just that. saying it to say it, to, to have something to say. Like, like talking heads bullshit because you have to fill time. So dumb. I think these losses should Light a fire under everyone's asses. Do not underestimate Greg Popovich. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> like this all of this, like even the loss tonight, like Patty Mills went off, whatever. These losses in Las Vegas, like Las Vegas beat Team USA. Like Nigeria so. didn't win. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. They Australia have- didn't win. All night access. Fucking Las Vegas won. <laughs> open gambling bars. <laughs> countless other, uh, you know, nightlife events yeah. that we don't need to speak about. Like, Come on. We know what goes on in Las Vegas. It's a recreational pies. It's there. <laughs> it's everything is there. <laughs> there might be a little bit of booze involved, too. Who fucking knows, man? Like, if these guys are even going to bed. I don't know. <laughs> and I don't really we're, care. We're thinking these guys just... Just stay up all night. They've still got another week in Vegas. They just play through. They have a whole other week in Vegas. They do the <laughs> 21, 22-year-old Pat routine. This is like Jeff routine. No, no, bro. We don't sleep. We just play through. We most, do enough drugs to keep us up, to keep us going to the next day. Stout, but now we play basketball. It's Allen Iverson effect. <laughs> but these guys, a lot of these guys just got done playing the NBA season out. Yeah, season, yeah. So they're like on vacation right now in Las Vegas. And surely this isn't it, even fucking basketball. It should be their vacation. 
Exactly. They went to Vegas and they're like, well, I'm kind of getting ready for Team USA. I'm kind of just on vacation. Why is Josh Majette on the team? Excuse me? This Josh Majette is on the team, Team USA. I gotta, is that a USA Select team? No, it's got the box score. It's got Kevin Durant, Jeremiah. I mean, and Josh Majette on the bottom didn't play. He must just be a practice guy. He's a Christian Leitner. Well, he plays international ball. They bring in probably bring in these guys that are international vets that are probably have. I understand what you're saying. Like, like they probably brought a guy like that, and Popovich did that. He probably has a future in coaching or something, and Pop brings a guy like that in. To he's just there to be around, but also well, could probably help with the rules yeah. in the inter, with the international game and like, yeah, exactly. They're like helping with the rules and the everything else anyway never mind i digress <laughs> i don't know this all these losses it doesn't seem like a really a big deal to me like, yeah i'm with you like they're on vacation in vegas seriously and they're these games don't matter they qualified so they're mm-hmm. just kind of yeah. practicing this is just practice we're they're, feeling they're it coasting out. they're coasting we're feeling oh, they're loafing <laughs> feeling it out look at the shot attempts and just shut up. So, hey, <laughs> y'all, know you guys. They, y'all know they play again tomorrow, Argentina. Okay. And then the 16th, Australia again. And then the 18th versus Spain. Well, we'll see how they react. We'll see if Popovich, if, they uh, pop back. if he even gives a shit, if he's even like on their ass about it. Or he's like, yeah, we, I know, it's okay. I get it, guys. I mean, there are like a, a fair amount of players that literally just got off of playoff games yeah. and like you're three yeah. days removed, uh-huh. you know, whatever, like yeah. a week removed from like where you make all your friggin' money. Yeah. Like and and now coming on like with yeah. next to no practice. So yeah, there's there's a ramp up period and there's yeah. like you said, like this shit just doesn't matter. Doesn't Vegas, matter. Vegas won. Yeah, tell me Joe Ingles and Patty Mills just beat Team USA. No. But we all know we all know about how great Joe Ingles is though. The MGM Grand just beat <laughs> Team USA. The MGM Grand might have taken <laughs> fucking sixty K off of Kevin Durant last night. He took a double L just today about <laughs> by, by losing that game. Look, look, that's my stance and I'm sticking to it. That's fine. It's probably we'll see what happens in Tokyo. Come on. Let's move on. Let's talk finals. Game one, Tuesday. Pat, you told me earlier you watched all the games. I actually did. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Uh, game one was on Tuesday. So these games have been a little spread out. We got three games this week. Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Suns won the first two. Chris but- Paul put on the effort of all efforts Tuesday. It looked easy. That's my an inc- incredible performance. That's my note is how easily it looked. <laughs> For easily, fans. yeah, easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Chris Paul was about about that life. Got his got his first finals game played and showed why he real he is an all time great. Like he is, he just is. Mm-hmm. Showed out. Giannis came back. From that seemingly horrific injury, he was a little hobbled game one, but 
But if we, I mean, I don't know if we're going to bleed all this in together, but game two and game three, holy shit, like 40-plus points performances in back-to-back games, like something that hasn't been done, you know, and, and only a handful of instances. And and another thing that, w- that we all texted each other about with, with the various 40-point and, like, you know, whatever rebound, assist, combo, like, that's been a part. Yeah. So only players have consecutive 40 point games in the finals. Mm-hmm. Jordan, LeBron, Shaq, Jerry West, Rick Barry, and Giannis. Also, another stat Michael Jordan has a record with four straight 40 point games in the finals. Also, a 93 versus, versus the Suns. Giannis has it now with two. It's on the way. Mm-hmm. And then I think Bo's stat that he listed 40 and 10 in back to back games. Shaq did it 2000, LeBron did it 2016, and then Giannis did this this year. And then we still have another game tomorrow. So he so he could extend. Yeah, uh just over the course of the week, my general feeling about these finals is that the home team is just going to win every game here. How long have these guys been playing in front of fans? 6 weeks? 2 months? I think it's probably still kind of crazy and exciting to the players to play in front of fans. Makes sense. It's packed houses. Yeah, yeah. I feel like home court is huge. A bigger advantage now than it's been in a couple of years. Yeah. Realistically. I like, think there's a little bit of, uh, for the road team, a little bit of shakiness when they have to go on the road and face these big crowds again. I think there's a little something to that. I haven't really heard anybody else talk about it. I'm just kind of coming up with that on my own. To that, you have to give both teams' fan bases credit for oh. really showing up and yeah. showing out. Like, yeah. whether whether you're in Phoenix or whether you're in Milwaukee, like, those fans are all in. Like, Dude, the, the home or away. Like, they're just the, – the Deer District, which apparently yeah. is a new thing, like – there's, they're putting 20-plus thousand people out there to watch the away games. They sold out the fucking Phoenix Arena for game three. Yeah. It was in Milwaukee. <laughs> like, the, the the fans are there. So, big big ups, like, props to yeah to, to no, both pe- teams' fan bases people for are showing up and caring. so psyched to be able to go out and do something. So, another thing <laughs> I read today. Yeah, I don't, yes, I don't know they if, are. I don't know if, <laughs> Bo, Bo, do you have to catch this, too? Like, the... Uh, the the ratings are up, way like up. They're they're up like twenty plus percent over last season, which is possibly you know, last season you had Miami and and the Lakers, so like two you know bigger name teams, but the the ratings are up a lot this season over last season. Okay, I don't know. I've heard some people mention ratings here and there, and I just uh, like. I'm out. I'm watching it because I want to watch it. I mean, we watch basketball because we love basketball, but I do like for the casual fan or like the person that necessarily doesn't watch it all the time. Like, I'm enjoying the fact that a couple of not that Phoenix is a small market, but Milwaukee absolutely is. That fans are watching from you know because of the talent in the league, not just because like. LeBron James plays or mm-hmm. or Kevin Durant plays. Well, those or, guys are a draw. Yeah, they are. 
Yeah. But there's also really good talent out there. Yeah, these these are the most enjoyable finals I've watched a long time. Yeah, in a minute. <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah, and I I still contest the two, that. The two Phoenix games were close-ish. Yeah. And then there was a blowout, you know, in Milwaukee. But, like, there's still something there. And, and who's to say Phoenix doesn't, you know, steal game four? In, it's in, possible. I thought that Milwaukee would probably win the two home games. Yeah. And then after that, they go back to Phoenix, and Phoenix probably wins that one. And then game six is the weird one. That's the one that I think Milwaukee could lose at home. If they don't, it's no big sweat going back to Phoenix for game seven. Because I really think uh, the home team is just has such a huge advantage right now, and the home teams are just going to win out. With their crowd behind them? Yeah, I think they're just going to win out, home teams. But we'll see. Uh, six is the one that Phoenix could uh, potentially steal. I don't think Milwaukee's got a chance here. Even though Giannis sounds super dialed in and confident, it's he he's uh, look he he sounds that way after a home win. <laughs> is is there any <laughs> hey? But was there is there any bleed over like into Minnesota versus the Wisconsin like the Milwaukee fans like you know ge- geographical proximity like are, are there like fans with the Bucks yeah like um not so much there's more with the as they call them here the Piakers uh okay so like the NFL obviously is that that's you get some Minnesota people that are Packers fans. And and probably vice versa a little bit. Like if you are in Western Wisconsin and you could drive to a Vikings game, you'll probably be a, maybe you'll be a Vikings fan. I think there's bleed over with that. Sure, but it's people transplant for work and stuff. I, yeah, back was, and forth. The NBA is not as universal. It's not as popular. Okay, up there. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I just, and I, as popular and and um. You know, between like if you're living the Twin Cities, you're going to be a Wolves fan. You just, especially with if you're our, our age, especially if you grew up with KG, there's just no sure. Chance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Steph Marbury, come on. I now. just, yeah. I thought you know, people love front well, trails, Spreewell, and, and like if you're only a, a you know, a, a few hundred miles away or, or whatever, like you might be more apt more likely to well i'll to say this board. i um when i lived in michigan i lived on in this town called muskegon and it's on lake michigan and if you were to take a boat directly across lake michigan just do go due west from where we lived you would end up in milwaukee and i could pick up the milwaukee bucks games on the am radio which is and when i lived in muskegon so when there was a <laughs> When I didn't actually do this for more than a few moments, but when the Grizzlies were playing the Bucks, ah, I would go listen to the radio in my car for a minute in the garage, and then say, "Okay, I'll go. I'll go back and watch it on TV now." But geographically, I was closer to Milwaukee than I was to Detroit, and so I considered myself 
when I was living there, uh, I was more of a Bucks fan than a Pistons fan, if that makes sense. Bo was going out in his garage, turning the car on. <laughs> <laughs> Cars on, garage doors down. Just, just the battery. Play Play the radio. Radio is on. Loud as shit. <laughs> Pray that no one walks in. Just kidding. <laughs> And then he get a little tired. He'd turn it off, go inside, and go to bed. I get a, Yeah, I'd get a little woozy. Once I started to feel a little drowsy, I was like, oh, I guess that's enough. Yeah. I know that move. <laughs> Good Lord, I hope not. Um, so, yeah, you mentioned earlier Dario. Dario tore his ACL in his knee. That's sad. We feel pretty bad for him, right? Absolutely, yeah. He's, it's he's, terrible. He's played a terrible regular in, season in, in, in a couple of different situations, like Philly <laughs> last year. Like, yeah, solid guy. Solid terrible player. fucking regular season this year, but he was hustling and playing hard as shit in the playoffs for Phoenix. He was he was a like they've have to play Kaminsky now for Phoenix, and it, like he's not the same player. Not even close. Kaminsky no. should be in his prime. I don't know what's wrong with that fucking guy. I mean, he's in the house in prime zone. He's mm-hmm. just he's just not the guy. Mm-hmm. Dario's way better. That's a bad loss. That's a tough loss. I actually feel pretty bad for him. Um, Brian used to make fun of his supposed long neck. Now the poor guy broke his knee. Yeah. And Brian probably feels nothing. He is a hateful son of a bitch. He's so. not here to defend himself either. It all either. makes sense. Brian's just just the worst person. We can all agree on that, right? Like, not not nice in any like, way. Most of the time, he's pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Brian, when you hear this, you know we're kidding. Let's see, game he's two. Li- he's not listening to this. No, he didn't listen to shit. Uh, game two. He's in California. He's just so high, he doesn't even know where he is. He sent us pictures the other night, like of all of all the edibles and the products and the whatever, like. He he legitimately is so high he doesn't know what's happening. Throw him under the bus, why don't you? Uh, he's a grown man. Like he's fine. He's forty. We've been smoking weed for if, if that two shit, decades plus. If that shit was legal here, he'd probably be medically subscribed because of like all of the pain and prescribed. Yeah, because of all the pain and anguish he's been through. Um, what about game two? Suns won again. What do we have any notes? Was Booker big in game two? I can pull up the boxies. I feel like Booker had a big game too. Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, he he had that forty point. Giannis had forty and ten. All right, so we're looking at the Bucks two. and the Hawks, right? <laughs> yes, the same series: Bucks versus Hawks. It's game two. That's what we're trying to cover here. Which was on Phoenix one eighteen Thursday the eighth. Phoenix one eighteen Milwaukee one oh eight. Got it. So that's that's when Giannis find so that game two is when Giannis finally started clicking and went nuclear, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you had Middleton and Holiday shoot a combined twelve for thirty seven. Yeah. Which I feel like that was Middleton at a minus fifteen and Drew Holiday at a minus three. That. That's the game. Something's wrong with Chris. Right. When Chris Middleton plays 41 minutes and gets no free throws, something's wrong. And he's minus 15. He's not being aggressive. Yeah. 
Um, and maybe that's because Giannis is just controlling the game. Just having it, having the centerpiece. Uh, sometimes that doesn't work so well for Milwaukee to have Giannis just being the fucking centerpiece and controlling, dominating the game so much. When Middleton has the ball up at the top at the three-point line, I saw this uh, several times over this series now. When Middleton has the ball up at the top and they run like a high pick and roll with Giannis and Middleton, Giannis sets the screen and then rolls to the basket. That's like unfucking defendable for Phoenix. I've seen that play called and that done and executed so perfectly so many times. It's like, why aren't we just doing pick and rolls with Giannis and Middleton and Drew like constantly? Because... I mean, who's their, I guess, who's their wing player that's going to be open for three if the that doesn't work? Giannis has made some good passes out to the corners. I've just seen that a lot, and I've really liked it. Giannis trying to create, it's like, I don't know. I don't, he, he, he's too turnover bound. It's like he holds the ball until maybe there's too much time off the clock, and then he's like, here, you take it. I don't know. I like Drew and Middleton handling the ball more, and Giannis just kind of being like an X-factor kind of guy that's just running around and doing shit and getting open in the paint. He made some good passes underneath to guys like Connington and and uh, Lopez. And after game three... I mean, who's, the, the Bucks look great again because they played at home. Cause, yeah, because they played at home. <laughs> Anything else on two, Bo? You were looking at the stats. Yeah, I'm trying to refresh my memory on that. Sure. I, I remember Booker was was obviously good from three. Chris Paul did not shoot points sixty six percent. Close. He was fifty percent. All right. Just terrible. <laughs> and Booker, I think, and Aiton kind of helped him. Obviously, in Bridges, kind of even that out for him. So, yeah, that, uh, that's that's my key to the series is if Chris Paul shoots sixty six percent or above six six six, then the Suns are going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a nice game from Bridges. I remember last week we talked about we were kind of waiting for a good Bridges game. I, I know you were hoping for him to be the. Uh, the MVP of the, of the series. <laughs> I think you might have some top shots involved. <laughs> yeah. A Bridges finals MVP would be awesome. It's not going to be him. It's Chris Paul. Like, there's no question. I mean, of course. I mean, whoever is. wins, if it's, yeah, if it's Milwaukee that wins, which is probably not going to happen, but it's Giannis is the fucking finals MVP. So we say this, but there's a game to be played tomorrow. Yeah. And if they even it up, then shit, like it's mm-hmm. like, Let's yeah. go like it's square it's one back back to back to basics like but that's just the it's just the home court has just been so huge uh, i can't say it enough and if if one team can can steal home court over the other then then you got something but one thing you know they're, they're both teams are like i didn't think and i know i've been on in a while but like i didn't think that Milwaukee was going to be able to to overcome Atlanta when Atlanta got really hot. Mm-hmm. They just wore them down, figured them out. Yeah, and so they were to play, and like you know, and and then in the West, like 
like the Clippers, like I, I didn't, you know, like they were like the odds on favorite. Yeah. Going into well, it. Well, Kawhi got hurt, and it's been a theme in the playoffs is the injuries putting teams this out. This year. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Injuries, injuries, injuries. I've come to talk with you again. <laughs> 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 um, like that's, I don't. Anything, yeah. what else on two? Bo, you got anything else on two? What are you looking at? I don't. But Pat, what do you got? Anything on two? You watched all the games. Yeah, but I, three is where I really like. Yeah, let's go to three. Around. Let's go to three. Let's like watch th- Sunday. Three was never close. Like, Milwaukee came out. Like, so two and three, or actually one and two, were competitive. But Milwaukee, every time they could get it within ten, they would, they would get it to, like, six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Phoenix would push it back out to 11 or 12 or 14 or something and, and maintain their lead. Mm-hmm. Sunday's game in, in Milwaukee – they just came out and stomped them, and that was it. Like they like it 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 tightened up to four, I think, at one point uh, when Chris Paul, and then they put they pulled Chris Paul, and then Milwaukee stretched it right back out, and it never got close again. Mm-hmm. And they just they dominated. They owned the game. Who's to say if that's a difference? Like because it's game one home, or I mean it's game three, but game one in my in Milwaukee and with them at home court and whatnot. But Milwaukee played tighter with Phoenix in Phoenix than Phoenix played in Milwaukee with them. So can you read into that at all? Or, or, or are we still like waiting to see which team can win on the other on the other you know on the other team's court? Like, yeah, that's it to me is whoever overcomes this home court advantage situation. That's gonna be tough, man. I just feel like it's so powerful. That's just my theory. Is that it's each home game, like there's not been anything close. I will say this, I think we can all agree. There haven't been like, close games. Has it not been nice to it's been fun? Has it not been nice to watch a finals game, playoff games with arenas full of fans? Like yeah. that home crowd makes a hell of a difference. And it, and it makes for better television. Like, when the crowd's into it, like, you get into it, it more, is, too. Versus just, like, a sterile environment. It is exponentially more entertaining. Yeah. Tonight, <laughs> before I got here, watching the freaking Home Run Derby out there yeah. in, in Colorado, they got 60,000-whatever people in Denver watching the All-Star Game facilities. Like, it makes it a lot more enjoyable just to watch and see. Then, then like the bubble was fun, but no fans. Like, I want to hear those fans really cheering. I want to see like the rowdy jackass. Like, want to see their expressions. You get the sons and four guy. You don't get that in a bubble. Exactly. I want to see Surrender Cobra or that guy that looked like Kevin Spacey that the eight K cameras zoomed in on for no fucking reason. Yeah, we don't ever need that. That guy was hilarious. The freaking eight K cameras, like those are awesome. The fucking portrait. So I disagree. I, I I think it looks like a movie. I think it it's looks awesome. like a video game. Yeah, it does. I think it's great. Like I mean, <laughs> it's basically two K out there. But what do you think about these cameras? <laughs> it's like it's. I, Actually, I do. Fan, it, yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
Elastic fans in 8K or whatever it is, that's fine. It's a little weird, but what, whatever, I guess. Yeah. It's just you that know, new element. When, I, when we're on a spaceship going to <laughs> um, some distant planet in a few thousand years, like, well, okay, I'll watch the 2021 post pandemic finals. Is it going to be a must? Here's the question. Here's the real question. Mm. Is is it going to be a Jeff Bezos funded spaceship or an Elon Musk funded spaceship or it's, a possible Richard Branson funded spaceship? No, I think it's I think it's going to be Trump. He's the best, smartest, greatest person ever. <laughs> it's going to be American Airlines. <laughs> it's going to be Trump Trump Express. Trump Air and it blows up. They they, they fought for bankruptcy 9 times before before they ever had their first launch. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fantastic, and the Democrats, the liberals, the, we, it's the fake it's the, news. It's the most beautiful airline. It's I can't we've even got, do it because I'm not. I can't even get that low. Yeah, I don't want to do that right now. We've got I the best pilots, the most listen, beautiful pilots. Listen, the best the stewardesses. There's a, you there's can just one, grab them. One of the one of the pilots came up to me. He hugged me. He said, "Mr. Trump." I, I've never hugged a pilot this or never hugged anyone this much in my life, but I love you. You're the best. I just want to tell you that he, he was a 40 year pilot, but you, you're the best I've ever heard. You never flown a plane in your life, but but you're better at this than I am. On Trump Airlines, you can just grab the stewardess wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, we're calling him stewardess again. <laughs> Fuck that guy. God damn, I hate him so much. Just doing everything fucking backwards. Everything that airlines have done to try to like be more progressive and move on from the fucking seventies and whatever. Then Trump just brings so it all the back. Ultimate sexist era, like brings it all just back. Squeeze her tits as I walk by. It's cool. Whatever you want to do, like, man. You like that ass? Grab it. It's fine. It's, it's up to you. It's on Trump Airlines. So. Anyway, game three, <laughs> game three, to me, it was the 14 to two run in the second quarter. It was kind of the tipping point in the game. It turned into a 26 run, 22, six run. Yeah. This game was over before the fourth quarter started. I rewatched it this morning. Oh, that was painful. Yeah. I just wanted to watch the beginning because I saw the fourth quarter after work last night and I was like, this fucking sucks. It's boring. I was like. They're going to pull the starters at four minutes. They pulled the starters at five minutes. This fucking sucks. It's boring. I'm so glad I fucking missed the beginning of the game when it was fun because I was fucking working. Yeah, I was not at work. I actually watched the beginning of the game when it was fun. But I watched it again. But it, got out, of hand. it, got, it got out of hand quickly. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it became not that fun to watch. It was over before the fourth quarter started. I just turned it off this afternoon. I was, was like, I don't need to revisit. Time. I don't need to revisit. If, no, it was I, over before halftime. No, not exactly. Not exactly. Because a whole half, I mean, a 20-point lead, it's not shit in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I paid attention, but my interest waned quickly. Right. It was over when the fourth quarter started, in my opinion. Absolutely. Uh, I did not rewatch the fourth quarter. Milwaukee wins their first home game in the finals. I did watch the entire Game 3 Giannis press conference, like, several times. I'm so impressed by Giannis. He speaks truth. He speaks with real conviction. I believe him when he speaks. It's believable. 
I believe what he says. He's 26. All right. This guy is nearly impossible to root against, in my opinion. He's authentic. And he's, he's also great at what he does. Sorry, what? No, no. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Like, an already two time MVP at 26 years old. Yeah. One of maybe the two most unstoppable players, maybe him and Durant. Like, when he gets into his move, you, you can't stop it. Like, it's incredible to watch. Unless like, you try to draw a charge. <laughs> he gets a lot of people trying to draw charges. Yeah. Him. He does have that, but. <laughs> Because he's gonna, so powerful. You're going to pay for that charge. Yeah. You're going to pay for that shit every time. Ask Jay Crowder. It's going to hurt. But, yeah, he's, he's a bad motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. that's all there is to it. Like, he mm-hmm. is an incredible basketball player. Mm-hmm. And, in, like, already two MVPs under his belt, but entering the prime of his career. Yeah. And in that game three also, like, that Bucks defense was tightened up a lot, especially at the beginning. The Bucks defense, they've they made some adjustments and Drew Holiday was way more active. I think being at home helped a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the with the honest thing, like the authenticity of this guy is what I love. He's a real one. Yeah, I think for so. Sure. Like and and I'm not even talking about like when he's trying to act tough and shit on the court. I'm just meaning like his understanding of what it takes to be a winner and what it takes to work. Things of that nature. That's where I see the authenticity. The way he speaks. And he knows exactly. He, like he's so focused. and So dialed in. That's where I see the authenticity. I, I really believe in this guy. And I think the next four years of Giannis are going to be amazing. Healthy Giannis. We've already had right. this one scare here. But I think the next four years are going to be amazing of Giannis. I really do. If the Bucks don't He's win. He's going to get better. If the Bucks don't win, yeah. do they keep Budenholzer? Do they keep the front office together? If he went to the finals, they have to keep I think them. they would. I think they should. As great they, as they've been. Like, they, they, I think it's the Popovich thing that me and Bo talked about. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. It's like. I f- I Popovich like becomes I like Popovich. Progression. Popovich, like be- progression. Popovich becomes Popovich because Popovich gets Popovich time. Right. Like just because you fucking don't win one year doesn't mean you fucking blow the whole thing up. Just because you get in an argument with your girlfriend or something doesn't mean you blow the whole relationship up. You fucking move on to the next day and you work it out and you figure it out and you come back the next day or the next season if it's the NBA and, and you... Push on. Right. Like, how many titles did Tim Duncan win, like, with Popovich? Was it five? I think it was five. How many years did they play together? Fifteen? Thirteen? I don't fucking know. Oh, shit. Off the top of my Duncan's head. Duncan's entire career. Yeah, I'm 20. saying, but however Eight, 18, many years 17, that was. 18. Okay, so if they didn't, if they fired Popovich every time he didn't make the finals, they would have fired him 12 times. There was some pushback. <laughs> I'm sure you... Both of you guys have heard this. I there was some pushback. Like, had had they not beaten Atlanta to make right, the the right, right, right. you know the finals? Well, all the fucking talking heads were calling for Bud's name, his head. They wanted him fired. Everybody fucking in the media wanted him fired. And Bo brought up an interesting point. I forget if it was a week or two ago. It's like, 
longevity and sticking together, right, Bo? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't get Popovich if you don't give Popovich a chance to right. be Popovich. Well, I, it's too, we, we, like, the NBA right now is too quick to react moving to a bad along. season. The Grizzlies, right, the Grizzlies fucked up when they when they fired Lionel Hollins after the Western Conference I, Finals appearance. I hundred percent. It's agree. the same thing. Like they should have given him a run back here. Hundred percent. But that was that was all messy. And we can bring our friend Ron Tillery on to tell us really what went down. Because <laughs> he knows more than all of us, and he's not salty at all. Uh, Bo, what were you going to say earlier? I I don't know about That's the lost. Popovich and uh, Budenholzer and co well, giving he, coaches some space Yeah, you have to when you when you have a team that's having success and the bucks have been like the one or two seed the last couple of years in the, in the east there's i don't feel like you need to short circuit it even if there's some some hiccups in the playoffs like stuff happens in the playoffs mm -hmm. teams right mm -hmm. injuries team, happen or injuries or you know, a weird matchup and you run up against a guy I, that just can't fucking miss one night or whatever. Or, yeah, he can't he can't miss one night and then your guy misses the next night and mm -hmm. you Yeah. Cheers, Pat. Pat's trying to get me fucked up. What is wrong with you? I'm just having a shot of whiskey. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean, I, I agree with everything that Bo was saying, though. Yeah, I, yeah this gets like a firing coaches shit. Like, Budenholzer has no reason. There's has Like, Ma Milwaukee has no reason to fire that guy. Before the finals, the talking heads were acting as if Budenholzer should have been or fired had he not made the finals. Crazy. Without considering the fact this team has not been relevant in years ever before the he got 70, there since the early 70s before he got there so like you know as bo just said like you might have a hiccup based on a matchup or based on an injury or based on something but that should negate the fact that you laid the groundwork that he did all this work to get these players to play the way they play now mm -hmm. in the regular season and and then to get the number one number two seed like in the playoffs, a couple years running, like this team would not be who they are without him. Mm -hmm. So to cut ties makes no sense to me at all. But there was absolutely that narrative out there. It's like, oh, oh yeah, stupid. Like, like were they down O two? Was it O two to to Atlanta when everyone's like, blow it up, blow it up, blow it up? I think it was. It was something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they ever went down O two. I think it was a uh, one O. It was just one Atlanta, I think Atlanta won the first game or something. And, and, Milwaukee, and Milwaukee came and took the second Milwaukee one. Milwaukee won like two. One week it was Milwaukee 2-1. The next week it was Milwaukee 2-1. At some point, I think they lost the first game. Okay. All right. So and everybody was like, oh, brutal. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it wasn't even average. Just an 0-1 where – the Stephen A. Smiths of the world and the whatever wild. ridiculous talking heads are like, I don't know who oh, can, it was. Can he do this? It's I'm not like, calling anybody out. I've just, it was said by a lot of people. Probably fair. Yeah. And it's the same people that are saying Team USA can't win with Popovich. It's the same fucking people. Stupid. <sighs> uh, way, too, way too early to make that call. 
I'll pick up where I left off with Giannis. I just, I really get a general feeling of authenticity from him, and I think we're in for a treat. I also saw this thing. Uh, this is totally unrelated. I don't know why it just popped into my head. This report that came out today about uh, LeBron. He's like, I want to retire a Laker. Oh yeah, I saw that. And today. he's like, he's like, I want to play yeah. four more years. It's like, okay, why is this like whatever is leaked by your agent or whatever is like, okay, you want a four year deal from the Lakers? So. <laughs> You're right. I also heard him say, like, oh, if, I, if I'm if i not mistaken, LeBron is 36 years old. Yeah, he wants he's, to play he, And he's like, oh, if I play, like, four, five, six, seven more years, like, like real, like, really, bro? Like, you're going to be, like, 43 out there. Like, I get it. You have the best medical care in the entire world, and you, you probably do take care of your body more and, and have for longer than anyone else has ever played the game the way that you played it. He's also had more money and more insight. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a real thing. But Father Time catches up. Inevitably. Something's going to happen. Like, yeah. Well, like, why, why would probably. they sign him? I look at Vince Carter. I feel like LeBron and Vince Carter have, like, similar playing styles. As Vince, far as flying through the air a lot. And but Vince Carter accepted his role as a role player in a right. way that... Yeah, I'm not but, saying that that's, that okay. has nothing to do with it. I'm talking about playing styles and the way Vince Carter's body kind of broke down after 35. But he continued to play as lesser of a play. Yeah, but look, player. to LeBron's credit, he's yeah. still playing at, a, at, a, at an mean, elite level. He is, at a but very he elite level. He is, but he isn't. When he's on the court, he plays at an elite level. When he, But he also... there. They're not he's, in the he's finals. Off the, he's off the court now. They're not more in than, the finals. He's off the court now that <laughs> more than he ever has been in the past. He's not in the finals. He, well, Anthony he Davis. There. <laughs> they won. They won the damn title last next, year. Next, yeah, in a fucking weak ass bubble. Uh, nah. Next year, whatever it was, they won it. I get it. Whatever, don't care. Moving on. Still next counts. year, the Lakers Fuck are going to get still counts. The next year, the Lakers are going to get Carmelo and Mike Conley, and they're going to—they're just going to run it back and with superstar. If Mike Conley veterans. signs for one point two mil or some bullshit Why to play he? in the Lakers, what? I will. I will. Why lose. would you be mad at him for doing that? It looks like a best best scenario for him. <laughs> I mean, God, God damn it. play with Mark. I fucking for a hate year? it so much. I hate it so much. <laughs> you don't have to like it. If Mark's <laughs> hey, I will say I will say this: If Mark's there too, I hate it less. <laughs> I still hate it completely. But if Mark's there, I hate it a little bit less. At least it's like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna run so it back on. with one more shot at my running mate. Like one more shot at it, buddy. Like, shot at yeah. it, buddy. like what? I, I, I hate it. I hate it a lot less. If Mark and Mike you, try to run it back on that LA team, you like, hate it. And I love it. No, no. If they're on the team together, I love it. You just said. Not two minutes ago. <laughs> no, no, it's 30 seconds ago. No, no, get it right. It's not 30 seconds ago. But it, I hate it individually. I, I absolutely do. But if Mark and Mike do, I, I, would, I would enjoy it, them trying to run it back. And especially if, for some reason, AD got injured or LeBron got injured, and then it became Mark and Mike out there running the team in L.A. Yeah. when it came down to, right. to, to the playoffs. Yeah. 
like holy shit like then i'm in then it's really interesting to me montrez harrell's out there just being his best tony allen fuck it let's go <laughs> seriously oh fuck it let's go <laughs> what are y'all talking about i don't know who cares? It's my, so, yeah, my, <laughs> he's talking about like this theoretical situation. This is obviously all theoretical. I, I recognize all that. All right. Still fun. We're just I choking around. No, I know. Bo. Dick. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Damn it, Bo. Hey. So what else we got? Nothing? I find myself rooting for Giannis in the Bucks. Uh-huh. Um but I would it would be really awesome for Chris Paul to get a ring and Monty Williams and Yeah. Though I don't I'm not Absolutely. a big Booker fan, though I can respect that he's just I mean him and I are nothing alike, so he's he's a elite athlete making a lot of money, so of course he's going to seem arrogant and competitive because he should be. Yes, might be more alike than you think. Well, maybe. Paul or, Bo- Paul or Booker? Booker. You know where he's from? Tell him where I he's don't. from. Hey, you know where he's from. You get the fucking elephantitis or elephantitis <laughs> of the brain. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> he from Mississippi. Is he? Uh-huh. He was. He went to high school in Moss Point. Hey, look at that. Huh. 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 You guys might be more alike than you think. I'd have to remember it, but yeah. Poe and, po and Booker are pretty much like brothers, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I've lived in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Down. Most of my family is from Mississippi, like all of them, basically. Yeah. I get what you mean about uh, rooting for Giannis and kind of rooting for Chris Ball. It's like a you-can't-lose situation, the way it shook out with these two teams. Yeah, I mean, I think historically – you would think Giannis could probably squeak a title out if he doesn't get one yeah. this time. Now. He could he could probably get one. I think for Chris Paul, this is probably it. Yeah, the last shot. So I kind of want to see him win, but like when I watch the games, I, I I'm pulling for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. So that's where I stand. With well, the, the Bucks do not have home court advantage, so they will not win the title. <laughs> it's my. It's stance. unlikely. It's my stance. Yeah, that's how I look mm, at it. That's how I'm looking at it. Yeah how i see it anybody else got any bold predictions hey look suns on six game four is wednesday at milwaukee game five is saturday at phoenix that's it for next week two games left this week wednesday and saturday they're gonna be big ones game five six is the one that's next week on tuesday that's the big one to me in milwaukee that's the big game to me. If Phoenix can win on the road and just end it. We shall see. I think let's call it. All right. Let's Gentlemen, it. great night. Appreciate you guys having me on again. Pat, it was great to see you. Yeah, man. man. Always good to be on. I had a lot of fun. And we can, we can hang out a little longer after this. Bo, always good to see you too, bro. Yeah, Pat. Bo, thank fun. you for coming on. Pat, thank yeah, you man. for coming on. Maybe I'll see you next week, Jeff. Yeah, he's coming. <laughs> I'm flying him in. We're going to have some good fun next week. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hey, go check out the website. It's not finished by any means, but it's something. 
So it's there, and that's Bo at the very beginning of it. H A U S of hoops. That's uh, <laughs> Bo doing his best Dot Dwight. That's Bo doing his best Dwight Yoakam impression on the cover, on the front of the website. Thanks again, everybody. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers.